From Audio Boom comes Covert, a new podcast that delves into the murky world of spies, soldiers, and top secret military operations. I'm Jamie Rennell, and together we'll discover the real stories of history's greatest classified missions, told by the operatives, soldiers, and journalists who experienced it firsthand. Follow Covert on Spotify or subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Time now on Movies First to catch up with what Jeremy Renner has been up to. He is a man who I have always found had probably one of the most versatile bodies of work, especially for an actor in recent years. Alex First, do you concur? Yes, indeed I do. Well, I suppose he, he shot to prominence in 2008, if I recall correctly, because he was in this big movie that won the Oscar, the first female director to have won an Oscar for The Hurt Locker. Are you, now, are you now telling me that it's 10 years since that happened and I suddenly feel old? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am telling you exactly that. Yeah. See, I remember him before that in the assassination of Jesse James by, uh, by, the, by the, the, the incredibly long title. Indeed, uh, yeah. by the coward Robert Ford. Yeah, that That's was it, yeah. True. I remember. In fact, you're right. because And he was in 28 weeks later, mm. if I'm not mistaken, too. But, and right there we've shown how diverse his work has been even back 10 years. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And now now let me tell you that since then he's done The Town and he was in The Bourne Legacy as well and American Hustle. So he's done a lot of good work. And, of course, Captain America, he, he played Hawkeye, not not to be confused with the other Hawkeye from television days. No, no exactly, yeah, yeah. And throwing a throwing a bit in uh, in one of the Mission Impossible movies as well. So look, he's been in plenty of things. His latest vehicle is called Wind River, and I know that there are scenes in this where he wears a very big hat. Yes, indeed. Well, I suppose because this is about the American frontier, you would do so, would you not? As good an excuse were... as any. Do you wear a hat at all, ever? I actually have, and it, it is right next to me, I have a very large, wide-brimmed Akubra hat because uh, you, know, it's, uh, you, you don't really want to get the sun too much these days. <laughs> and, it, and it looks cool. That's the other reason, huh? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, come on, you can give it away. The uh, Wind River, well, it's tough, it's gritty, it's unrelenting. So when I say those three words, is it something that appeals to you? Yes, why not? Let's get into it. Mm, well, it's the Korean writer between, between rather than behind, uh, behind Sicario and Hell or High Water. The guy's name's Taylor Sheridan, and it's his first film as director because he does a great job when he writes a script. Can he direct? That's the big question. He weaves what he regards with Wind River as the conclusion of a thematic trilogy, which looks at the modern American frontier. So it started off with Sicario, which was the epidemic of violence along the US-Mexican border and then shifted focus to the wealth and poverty, immense wealth and poverty, colliding in West Texas. And Wind River is what Sheridan calls perhaps the most tangible remnant of America's frontier and America's greatest failure. So we're talking about the Native American reservation. In this representation, truly a brutal place, the landscape is an antagonist. And it's a place where addiction and murder kills more than cancer. Ooh. And 
rape is considered a rite of passage for girls on the cusp of womanhood. So, yeah, very, very ugly. Jeremy Renner plays Corey Lambert, a local game tracker, stumbles across the body of a murdered teenage girl, frozen in the desolate wilderness of the Wind River Indian Reservation. And he himself is still trying to come to terms with the death of his own teenage daughter, and he's forced to confront his past. So he's joined by a rookie FBI agent called Jane Banner, played by Elizabeth Olsen, who's assigned to this case, and she enlists Corey's help to navigate the unfamiliar terrain, the unforgiving conditions. The pair ventures deep into this world ravaged by violence and the elements. So it's a stark look, Wind River, at the life on the edge of this imposing wilderness where laws of nature eclipse the law or rule of law. Sounds like something that it, it really isn't a common subject matter and indeed a common location or Not a common all. setting for a story. No, and, and that's what we, we want. Viva la différence. We want something mm. that's original and, yeah, it's got that all over it in spades. And at its most personal, according to Sheridan, it's a study of how a man moves on from a tragedy without ever gaining closure. And if you look at it in a broader context, the study of the consequences of forcing people to live on land where people were never never meant to live. So there's several threads running through it. Take some time to unravel, and there's a lot going on here bubbling below the surface. So, yeah, Sheridan knows how to weave intelligent, thought-provoking and very murky stories. What a matchup! And what a team, Mike! Metro PCS and the iPhone SE for $0 on a network that covers 99% of people in the U.S. Oh, impressive. Play with the best. Switch to Metro PCS and get a 32-gig iPhone SE for $0. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Claim based on talk and text. Not valid for active numbers currently on our T-Mobile network or active on Metro PCS in the past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions. You're listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Notwithstanding that it is in English, I actually found some of the language difficult to understand. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure people, it's about accents and you know how it doesn't matter that you all speak the same language. It can be somewhat troublesome. That doesn't, though, detract from the tenor of the piece, which is really dark throughout. I thought Renner was terrific. His taciturn performance is a standout. Elizabeth Olsen, too, really impresses, and the pair makes an unlikely team of investigators. We've already spoken about the landscape. Well, it is harsh. It is bitter. Really well captured by the cinematographer, a guy called Ben Richardson, who was responsible for... The Weepy, The Fault in Our Stars. It could really, the the landscape itself could well have been given a character credit in its own right. Such was its impact on what goes down. It could have been, it's 107 minutes, it it could have been a tad shorter, but the, the sparse use of dialogue and the haunting music, and that's really another important ingredient here. Music by Nick Cave and Warren Ellis, by the way, they really resonate. So, I thought it was most worthwhile and, I mean, I I wouldn't say that it is, as a director, he's he's made a a splash and I'm going to watch and see with great interest where Taylor Sheridan goes from here because I've always loved his writing. Okay. Wind River, starring uh, Jeremy Renner, Elizabeth Olsen, amongst others. A score out of 10? 
Seven to seven and a half. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.